0: cryptids and Mils. I'm your host Amanda. And I'm Ella.
1: And you're entering the sovereign country of Scully Nation where the flashlights are flickery and the
0: blazers are boxy. This is an X-Files rewatch podcast and I am a newbie who doesn't know a gosh dang thing about aliens.
1: And I'm a non-newbie who's watched the show four times and I, gonna be real, still don't know a whole lot about aliens because the overarching plot doesn't make a lot of sense
0: most of the time. We love you, Chris Carter. Come yeah. on the show. Hey, you don't know that yet. I know. You don't know that yet. I, I do. I love him. That's what I was saying. <laughs> okay. Because he created my favorite best friends. Tonight,
1: we're talking about season one, episode eighteen, Miracle Man. But before we talk about the episode, very briefly, we're gonna we're gonna ask again. We've said it in the last couple episodes. Um, we're doing a an episode just all about season one. So if you have any thoughts or questions or whatever, if you have a a ranking of your favorite season one episodes, please send it in uh, to our email, scullynationpod at gmail.com, and we'll, we'll have a whole extravaganza, and if you'd like to do that, please submit those by May 23rd.
0: Get on it. Get on it. Send us those thoughts. Please do thoughts and thoughts thoughts and thoughts it doesn't work with my accent but i'm trying to say i know what you're saying <laughs> t-h-o-t-s mm-hmm. uh, ladies and thoughts t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s you got there i sure hope i spelled that right because
1: <laughs> you looked a little scared in the I middle <laughs> but you pulled it together
0: i just kept going and mm-hmm. i didn't know wow. i uh, have never been in a spelling bee is that true I, I thought um, you had. No, no, no. I was in the they were testing our class to see who would get to go to the spelling bee, and okay. I intentionally misspelled hollow so that I didn't have to stand in front of the class. Oh that's so <laughs> because sad. I was too nervous to be in front of the school. Oh. So Okay. That's my neuroses.
1: Alright. Listen. Well, let's talk about some religious neuroses oh, yeah. tonight. So, Miracle Man. Everyone's favorite episode. Mm-hmm. It aired on March 18th, 1994. It was written by Chris Carter and Howard Gordon. Switching it up a little bit. Oh. Directed by Michael Lange. Lang. It looks Again. like Lange to me. Again, we had this guy before. He directed Young at Heart, and we had the same M- discussion. Mikey L. Whatever. Nobody cares.
0: <gasps> His mother does. His
1: mother cares, but I don't. <gasps>
0: that's fair anyway
1: and we will discuss why Chris Carter and Howard Gordon are writing an episode together a little later
0: is it because they are in love yes okay all Uh, right
1: so this episode takes place in Kenwood Tennessee uh, in a short plot synopsis, Mulder and Scully travel to Tennessee to investigate the Miracle Ministry and its star attraction, a young man with the ability to heal people with his touch, when that person dies shortly after being healed.
0: That doesn't sound like healing with touch. No. It sounds like killing with Hurting touch. Hurting with touch. <gasps>
1: Hurting with touch. Mine was better because it started with H. Yeah, I'm
0: sorry. That was a lot better. Can we <laughs> do a clean cut? <laughs> no. Hurting with touch. It's too late. I'll say it so I get the credit. Well,
1: you can say it during the meat of the episode. The, uh, miracle meat? The mir- You know. Everyone knows what that is.
0: It sounds meat. like a, like a discount brand of fake vegetarian meat. Okay. You know, you have your Impossible Burgers. Yeah. And you have your miracle meat. Miracle meat. meat. Okay. All right. Yeah. I could see that. All right. And that is my new career. Follow at Miracle Meat on Instagram. <laughs> You probably, that probably yeah, exists. Probably you probably exists. shouldn't go there. Shoot. Um, don't follow them. They're probably a creep. Yeah. No, I don't know. Now I'm going too hard the other direction. It's probably
1: porn or something. Probably. It always is. Did I have that on Instagram? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Probably. Man. Who knows? Anyway. <laughs> we what? open, as I said earlier, in At Kenwood, Tennessee. Oh. No. Oh. It's Kenwood, Tennessee. Okay. It might be 8 o'clock. I don't know.
0: It's p.m. maybe. It could. Well,
1: yeah. I'm sure as heck as an 8 a.m.
0: I can could tell you could that much. It could be 8
1: p.m. I didn't see a clock. Some of the people in the scene, they might have had watches on. It, it, there was no close-ups. So I could not tell you what time it was. But oh. it is possible that it was 8 p.m.
0: That's all I'm saying. Kenwood, Tennessee. 1983. <laughs> it's snowing. No, there's it's not.
1: Yes, it is. It's ash.
0: Oh, I assume. No, you're right. Because <laughs> I really thought slippery. it was snow. Oh,
1: it snows like it does, like it, occasionally. It does. I'm sorry. I assume, I guess I assumed it was ash. I thought it was like winter and it was snowing. It could have been winter. No, you're you're right. Now that you say it, it's ash. I'm sorry. It's snowing ash. <laughs> it's ashing because there's a giant fire. What's there's that? a building on fire. What? We learned about fire
0: previously. Is this going to be a tough episode for our friend Boulder? Uh, it doesn't really come up. Interesting. (sighs) (laughs) He he doesn't talk to the, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but he doesn't talk to anyone who has experienced burns and say something like, how how did Mm -hmm. you emotionally survive this? That's my worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do anything like that? Um, no, because it's almost as if he's not afraid of fire. Hmm. That doesn't sound right.
1: Well, We'll have to call it. Chris. I mean, this episode is written by Chris Carter, so Chris Christopher.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, there's a burning building. There's snowing ash. There's a bunch of onlookers. What's going on? They're pulling dead bodies out of the building. They zip one up in a little body bag, and then here comes a nerd and his dad, a bigger nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just holding a Bible, so you can tell he's a man of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, they unzip the body bag for some reason that's not, weird not allowed
0: to do that at a crime <laughs> scene well it's not a crime scene i guess but
1: uh, you still can't do that you can't
0: you're not allowed to do that
1: no the nerd kids start saying nerdy things oh my God. I, I want you to rise rise up and heal but you're acting too good that's true that's tr- i want you to rise rise up and heal.
0: Rise up and heal. No, that's, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I funny. want you to rise. Yeah. Rise up and heal. It was very cheerful. He, I get it, he's like a little ten-year-old actor, it's fine, mm-hmm. he's probably just a little Vancouver native who was around, he's and they needed him. Doing his best. But he's, his best is bad. <laughs>
1: Hey, he only had, like, two minutes of screen time, so...
0: I know. I had a really dire moment where I had, when I first watched this, missed the time cue, so I didn't realize it was oh. 1983, and I was a little bit worried that this kid was going to be in the whole episode.
1: No. But
0: we were saved. No, don't worry. It was okay.
1: We were saved. I thought the people in this episode. Thank you, Jace. Mm-hmm. So he's laying on hands, uh... And then the firefighter comes over and he's like, Bro, what are you doing?
0: Please stop touching these Please dead stop bodies.
1: touching these dead bodies. But Preacher Man, he don't suffer no fools. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He's going to do what he wants to do because the Lord is steering him the right way. Praise Jesus. I guess, or something. So he keeps going. Uh, can't stress how annoying this kid is.
0: <laughs> wow. It's just his voice is yeah. grating.
1: Whatever. It's not his fault, as we said. Yeah. We're, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, so the firefighter is like, all right, whatever. He walks away. The nerd keeps doing his little thing uh, over the dead body. Nothing's going to happen. It's a dead body. But then, <gasps> what happens?
0: Well, I remember I'm watching the X-Files, <laughs> so presumably something's going to happen. Uh-huh. And then Mr. Burned Up Dead Corpse Man, his hand grabs the kid's hand. <gasps> it was also just like in
1: slow motion for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is this? It's to show or how was dramatic
0: it is. It, was. it wasn't quite slow motion. but There it was, was like... something like off about it. Yeah. Um, Because it's dramatic.
1: Okay. Come on. I mean, I guess it was. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I didn't like his, like, little burned hand. It looks like he was wearing a glove. Yeah. Which I assume I mean, he was. I mean, he probably was. But it looks gross. It was pretty gross. Sorry. But, I don't mean to judge people who have been burned. It's not your fault. Yeah. Well, but your hand is what's, gross. What's the matter with you? Well, your hand's gross. Wow.
1: Well, Sorry. Am I gonna get canceled? Yep. You've already been canceled. By me. You can't. you canceled. Punk, you're not gonna get saved. By nerd boy,
0: we anyway. cut. Anyway,
1: <laughs> it's over. We're back. It's it, real, real time. Nineteen ninety four time.
0: That's real time to me. Mhm, mhm.
1: It's we're watching a videotape. It's your classic tent revival. We got people clapping. We got a choir singing. We got gospel music. We got really white lights. White, mm-hmm. everything.
0: I thought you were going to say a really white choir, which I was also going to say.
1: It's, well, I didn't actually pay attention.
0: I don't know the actual racial makeup of the choir. I just know that the vibe was very white. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah, that, that feels right. That feels right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So there's, it's your classic. It's your uh, he- healing people with their words. The kid's not here anymore. Thank God.
0: Now he's an adult man. Now he's
1: an adult man. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. We pull back. We're watching a videotape. Uh, Scully's telling Mulder all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a woman on the table in the videotape, and uh, the boy, who is presumably the nerd boy we saw earlier, all mm-hmm. grown up, mm-hmm. uh, he's going to cure her malignant tumor.
0: Is that going to work Or up? attempt to cure How's uh How's that gonna go? She's gonna die. Why did he kill that woman? That's messed up. <laughs> that is messed up. That's not okay. Maybe they should go down to Tennessee and ask him about it. Well, I liked this because Scully was like bringing this to Mulder, like well, this is crazy. Can you imagine? And then Mulder's like, Yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> He's just such a, like weird things hipster. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would never be able to get the drop on him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I was into the Reverend like four years ago, and nobody else knew about him.
0: <laughs> I feel like Scully could make stuff up. She could be like, have you heard of Jason Zatweiler out in uh, California? He claims he can breed ghosts for you. And then Mulder would be like, "Oh uh, yeah, of course. I've heard of him. He's... Yeah, I check his eBay sometimes. He's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I've been, like, mm-hmm. meaning to check out his stuff, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, sure. Which is what I should say about every show that I have no mm-hmm. intention of watching, but someone has told me to watch. Feels right. That's not true. When I say that, I actually mean it, but a lot of people don't mean it when they say That's that. That's true. You would never lie. Well, I just like shows. Well, okay. And you would never lie. <laughs> and I am like Lincoln... Washington. Which one didn't lie? Washington. Washington. Wait. Washington. <gasps> Washington? Wait. Because he... But
1: honest Abe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but Washington
0: but... Sh- chopped down the tree. Yeah, he was a tree guy, right? He was the tree okay, guy. Thank God. Oh my God. I'm like Washington. <laughs> Holy shit. i was so upset. I'm like <laughs> Washington. I would never okay. lie. Sure. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so, yes. So, I guess we gotta go to Tennessee to figure out what the heck's going on here. There was
1: one weird detail. So... The nerd boy, I guess we should start calling him by his name, is named Samuel. Samuel? Yes. And the preacher guy is not his real father because apparently he found Samuel as an infant lying in the tall weeds on the bank of the muddy Mississippi. Not
0: a real thing. Doesn't feel real. Not <laughs> okay. a real thing. Whatever. The Mississippi is pretty muddy. Yeah. I'll give you that. It was pretty muddy. But i've never seen a baby on its banks
1: it just feels uh apocryphal mythical perhaps
0: i guess i've technically seen kids on the banks of the mississippi but unattended infants <laughs> they were usually with okay adults mm-hmm. um and just kind of enjoying the yeah the summer S- strolling so they were strolling mm-hmm. st- standing on rocks sure looking at fish yeah the classics the classics Anyway. yes. Yeah, so it's uh, all a dang lie. Sure. Or he's the third coming. The second coming? I guess I skipped S- over se- the, second the second coming. <laughs> well, there's another guy yeah. like a couple years ago yeah, in yeah.
1: Uh, Pennsylvania, but, you know, whatever. The, don't care about him.
0: the third coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so they're going to go to investigate because the authorities want Samuel for murder.
0: <gasps> Who did he? Oh, yeah. The lady with cancer. <laughs> we, we covered it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to Tennessee. All right. It should be gospel music, really. Clapping My hands. God I'm that's is an awesome not. God. <laughs> it's not. It's not gospel. It's not. Not, not correct. Uh, uh what's it, name a gospel song? I literally can't. My <laughs> mind is totally blank. What's
1: wrong
0: with me? Uh, uh, I got nothing gospel 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 there you go it's not gospel. That's, that's not right oh my god i don't know anyway Whatever. gospel music we're mm-hmm. in tennessee now okay we're in the sweaty south where god reigns supreme mm-hmm. and ice cream is on every street corner because it's hot okay. the south catfish mm-hmm. the music yes. with banjos yes thunderstorms sure tent revivals heat 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 <sighs> cannot overemphasize the, movie? the
1: heat yes does not take place in the south i haven't seen it it takes place in like new york or something feels right yeah
0: hmm. anyway so we are at the tent <laughs> revival mm-hmm. it's a big tent there's a revival inside of it enough said done <laughs> <laughs> we're finished <laughs> Uh, it's Kel, the Reverend Kelvin Hartley presents his miracle ministry featuring healer Samuel Hartley, mm-hmm. is what the sign says, and it reminded me of Peter Popoff Ministries.
1: <laughs> everyone he's... knows Peter Pop. Actually, probably everyone does.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like right? he's just wormed his way into all of our collective consciousness. He's scary and evil, and he sells magic water.
1: Yeah. If you don't know who Peter pop is, which I can't imagine you do, uh, just turn on late-night television and watch some commercials. He'll be there. Oh, he'll... He'll
0: be waiting. He and his dyed hair are waiting for you. <laughs> My boy. Yep. I He's, love him.
1: Yeah. He sells evil water. He's probably uh, an evil scam artist, just look him up.
0: Ella would not let me order a free sample of the Miracle Water. <laughs> yeah, because
1: then he would know where you live, and he would have your name, and oh my god.
0: I was very hurt. I wanted the Miracle Water, but whatever. No. So when I die of miracle disease, you'll know why. <laughs> well, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Anyway, so the boo crew roll into this tent revival to figure out what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, And also on the scene is the local sheriff Mm -hmm. whose wife is in in some, I think, unclear so far way uh, seemingly disabled in some way. She stays in the car. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, it's like a van with disabled stickers so I'm not just making this up. Yes. (laughs) Just to be clear. Uh, And the preacher starts going. He's just like pandering to the crowd like Mm -hmm. a bad band. He's (laughs) like, You're from Miami. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it for Vancouver. Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola. Just saying the names of towns, which Mm -hmm. makes people cheer. And I mean, it works. I mean, it works. So he's got it. Uh, But unfortunately, the boy, (gasps) the reason that the boo crew even came to Tennessee, Uh is not there that day. What the heck? Where is he? Well, then it just turns into like an infomercial for this guy who's (laughs) not here. It's like. Samuel, the miracle worker, can't be here today, but we're just going to talk about testimonials for an hour. (laughs) I'd be so mad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it sounds like Samuel's just kind of like on the lam. He's a bad boy. He's been doing sinning Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and crimes.
1: He's out of here. But he's supposed to be a man of God.
0: Did Jesus not also sin?
1: I suppose.
0: I don't know. Is that blasphemy? (laughs)
1: He probably didn't.
0: <laughs> Did he? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a biblical scholar. I'm also not a biblical scholar. I'm just making things up. Well, anyway. So. <laughs> uh, he also
1: s- tells everyone that Samuel will heal them, but only if they believe. Well, so that's the important part. They have to believe.
0: What if I it's want? It's like a
1: theme of the show. I want belief. to believe. What? Be- what? Belief. What's that? Is that um, relevant to this? it's a little relevant to the show, yes. Oh I have not put that together. Well well you know, just pay attention from now on, okay. you know, you can put the clues together. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll <laughs> keep an eye out. Uh and yeah, so he'll be back later, apparently. But anyway, the the infomercial's done. <laughs> As the uh, the preacher, the reverend, and this other man in mm-hmm. black, a mysterious outfit, are leaving, the Booker kind of intercepts them. That's here, right? Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, asks, like, hey, wh- where is your adopted What's son? going on? We're just curious. Like, we're not creeps or anything. We're just kind of wondering. Uh, and this is when the preacher reveals that he hasn't seen the boy for a while, and that he's been a bit of trouble lately. Mm. But the this other man in the mysterious black outfit kind of rushes him out and into a car, and they drive away without revealing too dang much to our heroes. Mm. We're gonna
1: have to do some more mm. investigating. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like it's their job.
1: It is. Mm then they talk to the sheriff a little bit and kind of figure out the sheriff is not a huge fan of Reverend, what's his name?
0: Calvin Calvin Hartley.
1: Calvin Hartley, yes. Reverend Calvin, he's not a huge fan because this guy, he's got a Mercedes for every day of the
0: week. Or a Cadillac or something. I thought you said... I wrote down Mercedes. I didn't write it down. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sorry, I took that. He's
1: got a million cars. He's got Mercedes. He's got Cadillacs. Get out of here. He's
0: probably got a Chevy Spark.
1: He probably does. <laughs> that's for Thursday afternoons, though. All
0: the cool people do. mm mm-hmm. the, Yeah, the sheriff, not a fan. He's like, this guy's taking money that should be going to roads and schools. hmm I'm like, I'm not sure that's how it works. Can you just, like, well, <gasps> ah, I... I guess if you donate money, you can write it off on your taxes. Oh, probably. I don't know how taxes work. I was like, how does that work? Because they would still be paying taxes. I don't know. The sheriff has a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Let's just say that.
1: Yes. He sure does. Uh, And then they also learn from him that there have been no autopsies completed on... Like, it must be more than just that one woman. There must have been a couple of people that have died. Mm. No autopsies have been completed on any of them.
0: That's a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go exhume the bodies in the graveyard. All right,
1: let's just go hop on over to the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> At
0: in night. the cemetery At night. Of course. It's spooky. There's fog also, obviously. Yeah.
1: Gotta, gotta have the fog.
0: They are getting ready to <laughs> exhume these bodies grip them from the earth and raise them up again to do Mm. tests on them when out of the fog between the (gasps) graves emerges a crowd of people slowly closing in on the boo crew
1: kind of spooky it is pretty spooky
0: it is the ministry and they do not want an autopsy performed it's against god
1: sure is and his
0: will apparently, I guess. according to them. <laughs> according to the one who is murdering Talking. people. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I also really did like this group. So we have got the... Can we call them... Are they the church crew? Yeah. yeah. Or, they're not from a church, really. The, the revival crew? The revival crew. The revival crew. Yeah. I did like that they're all very spooky and, you know, trying to intimidate them. And then if you kind of look at the people, they've all got their, like, nice church clothes on there's mm-hmm. like a lady in the background she has her like purple church hat on. <laughs> like oh
0: well very intimidating like your little church ladies listen I, you know but I'm scared. they're they're spooky there's a lot of them and they're intimidating i'm scared i mean
1: i guess i would also be kind of freaked out if i were in a cemetery and like 30 women surrounded me
0: that happens to me every time i go to the cemetery uh-huh but sure. that happens to me everywhere I go. Oh, so that's wow. not surprising. <laughs> okay. I'm always surrounded
1: uh-huh. by old ladies. It's mm-hmm. so whatever. Wow,
0: well, well, I'm lying. We're very impressed. I was lying. So it looks like they're, uh, you know, they've got this uh, group of organized parishioners who are going to stop them from exhuming the bodies. So they're mm-hmm. like, whatever. We'll go do other plot stuff instead. <laughs> we'll go do plot elsewhere if you guys are going to be jerks about it. Sure. So, they decide to go to a seedy bar. Well, they... Or is that... That's not where they're going.
1: No, it is, but they oh. are going there because um somebody tells them that uh, Samuel's car has been spotted at a bar downtown. That's the connection. So, they're going to head to that bar. So, they walk away. I do also like... So, they all kind of decide to okay all right we're not going to exhume the body and we're going to leave and like after this very tense conversation everyone just kind of like turns around and walks away (laughs) just just very pleasantly from mutual agreement (laughs) it's like no more bad blood you know we we solved it we figured it out
0: all right let's just go listen the ministry the uh what do we call them the church crew revival crew the revival crew they made their point Mm -hmm. they won yeah and they're not gonna be dicks about it yeah they're done. They're done. It's fine. They're gonna go to Perkins. Yeah. <sighs> I wanna be a Perkins. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. So yeah, so the Boo crew and the sheriff head to this bar where, uh, Miss Miracle Healer Boy Samuel's car mm-hmm. has been found. Love the vibe of this bar. It's great. It's, like,
1: kinda seedy. You got a pool table. You got some honky-tonk music. You got... It's like
0: a, like, bluesy. Bluesy music. So it's, like, it's like a a quieter vibe it's a late night vibe
1: yeah it's good you got some slightly questionable characters standing around a uh, chair has been tipped over so you know there's been
0: a bar fight a couple seconds ago oh yeah hell
1: yeah oh yeah I'd hang out here
0: i would get into a bar fight here yes i've never gotten into a bar fight but
1: you want to be
0: in one I'm scared. Also, I guess I don't actually want to fight anyone. I guess. You just want to watch one. Yes. Okay. I watched one guy get punched once.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't
0: like a bar brawl. No, or anything. it was a bomber. It was not fun. Aww. Could have been better. Could have been better. Anyway, so at this bar, a, a strange place to find mm-hmm. a holy boy. Yeah. What's he doing here?
1: We should also. We haven't actually said he's like. 18.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure how he's in this bar, frankly.
1: Yeah. Well, he he's probably old enough.
0: So he's 21.
1: Well, okay, you're right. He's drinking. That's true. Okay, he's probably 21. Wait, no, 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 no. Oh, in 94. When did they raise the... Cause the I think that was a- earlier. Okay, because the age limit was like... Wasn't it 18 It was 18 a for a
0: while. I don't know when that was. I think that was in like the 70s. Okay.
1: I thought it was like in the
0: 80s. It might be different in different states. That's true. Anyway. He's a he boy. He has to be at
1: least 21. He's a young but he's boy. he's still a boy.
0: <laughs> he's a young boy. He is hanging out at this bar. He's gotten into, you know, the wrong kind of mm-hmm. vices. He's, he's been in a scrap. He's got blood on his face because uh-huh. he's been fighting at the bar. Are you kidding me? What the heck? You're a you're a holy boy. What the heck? You're the third coming. Anyway. You know
1: what they say? Bible thumpers can't hold their liquor. Do they say that? Guy in this episode does. Oh, does. It? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I forgot about that. So true.
1: Yeah. So they go up to talk to Samuel and he's uh doing his thing. He's uh he's kind of vibing, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is is really vibin', but he is.
0: Yeah, he's just like the beating that I just took was penance for my mm-hmm. sins. Can you at least let me finish my beer before I go to jail? Mm-hmm. Which I, of course, 100% deserve to go to of because course. I am a criminal who has sinned and fallen in the eyes of the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's just really coming at it. Yeah. Who did he get into a fight with? Some dude. That's <laughs> funny. Like, what were they fighting about? It's scripture. Scripture. Uh, probably probably (laughs) I don't know scriptural interpretation something like that he
1: (laughs) confesses to the murder but his evidence for what he's done is I mean all he's really done is like touched them and he feels that he is responsible for having murdered them
0: but perhaps no earthly law would uh convict him Scully does not seem to be impressed, anyway. Scully does not seem to be impressed. I believe her exact quote is that she doubts the veracity of his claims.
1: hmm
0: Which, in her defense,
1: yeah, his claims are silly. Yes. But she does not doubt the power of God.
0: No. Although we don't get into it as much as I would have liked. No.
1: You'd think we would have gotten into it. But we'll get to that a little. <laughs> we we'll later. I have some later. thoughts about yeah. that later.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, then uh, Samuel starts kind of doing, like... <laughs> Like, a psychic reading of Mulder, basically, <laughs> where he's, like, you know, looks at Mulder and he's, like, okay, how can I get this guy on my side? And he's, like, oh, I see a lot of pain in your face. Is it related to a brother or a Grand-tears. sister? Oh, a sister, a sister. Okay, sister. I see. So you got pain related to a sister. Second cousin. And she was, it's it's an Old old pain. It's an old pain. Okay, okay, and near a body of water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone, she's gone. She's gone. she she's some, but a, someone took her. Someone took her. Okay, mm-hmm. and then Mulder falls for it.
1: And Mulder's, you know, he's just his face is stone. You know, you're not gonna get anything out of him. He's like a bank vault, Fort Knox. You, can, there's no, nothing. We we'll call him Fort
0: Fox. Fort Fox. Mulder would be an amazing audience member at, like, a magic show. <laughs> or, like, a psychic reading. Mm-hmm. Amazing. For sure. Oof. He would be
1: everyone's favorite Mark. Because yes. he's just very easy. He's
0: very open with his facial expressions about mm-hmm. what's going on. Yes. Um, so I guess somehow, magically, Samuel figures out that he's got some trauma related to his sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very funny. Uh, and Mulder is like on board 100% and he is like what mm-hmm. do you know what can you tell me how do you know this you have to talk to me and give me more details about my <laughs> beloved sister that you know everything about now sure. from of your course. psychic abilities <laughs> and then the sheriff does just take him away yep. takes that
1: boy away to jail <sighs> He's he's been burnt mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be burnt again
0: nope. Ah. Nope. so we go to the courthouse it is Samuel's like sentencing hearing Uh, This is like trial or whatever you call it. Sentencing. Wait, it might be before that. Sentencing. Sentencing after they get convicted.
1: I thought sentencing was like the pre-trial thing where they decide. I think sentencing is after your conviction. Oh. Well, whatever the pre-trial is like, where they
0: decide when the trial is going to be. Yeah. They're at a pre-trial hearing. (laughs) uh, For the boy and the judges. Oh, do you want to say it? This is Judge Hamish Purdy's
1: courtroom, and he will not suffer any fools. This is a serious judge mm-hmm. man, and
0: his name is Hamish Purdy. Hell yeah. Amazing. Love him. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, and so, like, you know, Samuel's lawyer is all like, he literally just touched people. He didn't do anything wrong. And then the other <laughs> lawyer's like, yeah, he probably didn't do anything wrong. We can let him go. Whatever. <laughs> Like let him out on bail, sure. And then the judge is like, "Okay, I'm gonna let him out on bail." And then Samuel is like, "No, no you cannot let me out on bail. I'm a criminal boy. I've done bad things, and I deserve to be locked up for everybody's safety." Mm-hmm. And then a just a bunch of locusts suddenly <laughs> fall from the ceiling. <laughs> It's really gross. It's super gross. They're just like
1: slapping on people's faces and like (laughs) (laughs) just
0: bugs everywhere. So gross. Just crawling.
1: Ugh, crawling. It's a very um Fargo season one vibe.
0: I don't remember.
1: That like pretty much happened. It wasn't locusts, but it was um. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was the guy that ran the, uh, supermarket chain oh. and they were trying to convince him that the God was punishing yeah. him and they were like doing all this stuff. And like, I think that they, they actually did like the same thing from this episode. They like yeah. put bugs that came through the, um, uh, vents. vents. Yeah.
0: I so forgot like, about that until you just said it.
1: Yeah. It was very Fargo season one.
0: Yeah. That was mm-hmm. the guy who like buried the money, right?
1: I think so. No. Or is that someone else? That was someone else. It's
0: been too long. It's been a while. <laughs> anyway, good show. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it was gross. So everyone, like, screams and runs out. <laughs> Fair enough. Which, you know, I guess Hamish Purdy is going to suffer some fools.
1: I guess so. And the fools are the dang locusts. Mm-hmm. And so everybody screams and runs out. And then the preacher and the sheriff,
0: they exchange some Looks with each other. Significant mm-hmm. before they leave the room. Interesting. Mm. We'll have to explore that. Mm. Uh, so we go back to the motel where Mulder and Scully are staying and doing their little FBI research and whatnot. <laughs> Mulder's like the only person who has ever read the Gideon Bible, so it comes with the motel room. <laughs> uh-huh. So he's really reading that and like mansplaining the Bible to Scully. Like, sure. he doesn't know. He's like, Oh, did you know locusts are from the Bible? <laughs> Whatever. We get it. <laughs> Maybe this is the first he's hearing about it. You know, that is possible. I don't. I guess I don't know about Boulder. He doesn't strike me as someone who is particularly raised religious. Mm -hmm. I guess we see him in a church that one episode. Yeah, but I wouldn't be that surprised if he didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. So yeah, he's kind of reading passages from the Bible while Scully is like examining in a micro Mm -hmm. What a (laughs) microphone? What
1: are they called? What? Oh. Uh, magnifying glass.
0: Magnifying glass. Wow. Oh god. <laughs> that was rough. In a magnifying glass <laughs> yes. looking at the uh, like one of the locusts that she grabbed. Just I don't know what she's looking for, but I guess yeah, just it and she's looking shit. at
1: it. She's looking
0: for clues. She's looking for clues. Uh and then <laughs> Mulder is all like well, you know, like Western people think of the body in biochemical terms, but like you can also think of it in electromagnetic terms, mm-hmm. uh, in which case, maybe Sam can just manipulate the electromagnetic fields around bodies to fix us. Mm-hmm. And Skelly's like, "Yeah, maybe, Maybe, <laughs> maybe, okay. I mean, it's interesting mm-hmm. And they
1: discuss miracle cures, and you know, since his touch can heal. Maybe you can also kill. The Lord giveth.
0: And and taketh away. The Lord taketh
1: away. That's what I've heard. Amen. That's what I've heard in the Gideon
0: Bible when Mulder told me about it. Amen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But suddenly there's a knock at the motel door. (gasps) Who is it? It's the man from before who's wearing all the black. Yeah, I feel like we haven't described this guy. Yeah. He's... A weird dude. (laughs) So this is, I mean, I don't think it's like a reveal. I think we're supposed to know the whole time that this is the man from the Cold Open who died in the burning building and Mm -hmm. then Samuel brought him back to life. So because he was burned so badly that he died, you know, covering all of his body, basically, he's got a very specific outfit on that I guess we'll talk about more in Blazer Watch, probably. But basically, like, you know, he's wearing black uh, that's like covering all of his body. He's got like white makeup Yeah. To cover his face. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, gloves and everything. So, you know, kind of like mottled skin and all of that. Yes. And his name is Vance. (sighs) Yeah. It's a weird name for him. Because we
1: just can't keep calling him the guy.
0: Burned man. Burning man. His name is Vance. Burning man? No. No. Is that offensive? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) He also has a bit of a preacher vibe. I don't know that we've seen him do it yet, but he does get... He gets some uh, preacher cadence in his speech yeah. sometimes. He so. does his stand up routine later. Yeah, he's got a type five. Mm-hmm. So he's at the door of Scolder's hotel room, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, "Hey, I'm inviting you if you like want or whatever. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> okay, the Reverend sent me, and he like kind of likes you, but he's <gasps> embarrassed to say it. But like, if you guys are interested, you could come hang out with him and see mm-hmm. if you like him too. Sure. So they go to hang out with the Reverend. What if that was the vibe? <laughs> it isn't
1: no so they go to the house this is the ugliest house i've ever seen in my entire goddamn life it's like pepto-bismol pink Mm -hmm. it's got a weird veranda that just like juts like 20 feet out from the rest of the house it's just ugly it's yeah it's ugly as hell
0: pink house with white trim it's like a two-story house. It's got balconies on it. So it's got kind of like that McMansion flavor. Uh-huh. Like you say, there's like this giant thing, like overhang above the driveway that has like these giant two-story columns
1: uh-huh.
0: up of it. And yeah, it's got like a circle drive and we get to see all 50 of the preacher's cars. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like ridiculous. It's wild. <laughs> it's so ugly. Um, But you know what? That's how God treats his ministry.
1: I guess. Yeah. I was going to say, in, in contrast, though, I thought his the uh, reverend's office was actually pretty nice. Okay.
0: I, I didn't know. notice. I wasn't paying attention. It was like,
1: it, I think it was just the contrast, because I was expecting <laughs> a very ugly office. I don't know. His office was kind of, uh, he had like wall-to-wall bookshelves and wall-to-wall ceilings. Ceilings? Whoa. <laughs> Wind- wall-to-wall win- windows. Wall ceilings? <laughs> windows is what I meant. I don't know. Hmm. I thought the office itself was kind of pretty. What if the office was also pink? I mean, maybe, given the rest of the house. Why not? That would just be my office. Why not?
0: I've got a pink chair. Okay. It's pretty cute.
1: All right. You admit it.
0: Anyway, yeah, so it's, you know, they're in the, the office, uh, and the Boo crew are meeting with the reverend. And he's just like, oh my good lord, my boy is innocent. He's never done anything wrong in his life. Never! And I need you guys to help me. He just has a lot of feelings, okay? <laughs> he has a lot of feelings, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Uh, and then he also kind of tells them a little bit of history with the sheriff, who seems to mm-hmm. really hate the reverend yeah. and his child. Uh, and it turns out that the preacher's, or not the preacher, the sheriff's wife that we saw earlier in the van has like really crippling arthritis, mm-hmm. as kind of her deal, and the sheriff will not let Sam heal her, even though maybe it sounds like she kind of wants it. Yep, because the sheriff thinks or knows that Samuel is a fraud,
1: or he he could also perhaps be afraid that he would kill her.
0: That's what Scully says, which is like, yeah, you can't really blame him right now because <laughs> yeah. uh, Samuel has killed people recently, mm-hmm. which is a good point. Uh and so the Reverend is like, okay, okay, okay. Sam's out on bail. He's cool. He's fine. He's coming back to the tent ministry tonight. You guys should come see him. See him heal some people. You're gonna love it, okay? You're gonna sure. love it. And so, you yeah, know, okay, fine. But uh oh. <gasps> Mulder gets a little distracted. Yeah, that's weird. It's like usually he's like totally engaged Mm -hmm. in a conversation. He's yelling at the other person. And this time he's not even yelling. No. So what's going on?
1: He looks out the window. He sees a little girl in a red dress looking in at him. He looks shocked. His heart drops right out of his chest and goes rolling down the stairs. (laughs) He goes running after it.
0: I mean, he has to or he'll Mm -hmm. die.
1: So he goes running out looking stricken. And we're wondering, who is this mystery girl? Just a child. Random child. Well, it looks a little more serious than that. It looks like he knows who this is. His child. Oh my god. He's gosh. a deadbeat dad.
0: No. Okay. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Had he, to think about it. No. No. He
1: doesn't. He's not that vibe. No. He would never be. I know. Older? He would just be a bad
0: dad. He wouldn't he, be an absolute dad. Yeah, he wouldn't be a good dad. dad.
1: But, you know, he'd do his best. He'd be there.
0: Yeah. He'd For be sure. there Actively causing emotional damage.
1: <laughs> but it does, it's the thought that counts, yeah. you know? So who is this girl, then? I don't know. So he goes running out and uh, running to the backyard, but the girl's gone. He goes yelling to the, the guy. He's like, hey, have Random you seen l- the gardener guy? Yeah. He's like, hey, have you seen a little girl around here? And the other guy's like, why, there hasn't been a girl around here for 25 years. <laughs> What's a girl? What's a girl? Scully comes running out. She's like, Mulder, what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: You embarrassed me. You
1: embarrassed me. In front, of, after we went through this whole rigmarole about whether or not he likes us and now you go running out of his office. Embarrassing.
0: How are we going to get this throuple going? <laughs> with this guy? Yeah, I mean. We have better options. Mulder kind of helped them out here. Yeah. Uh... I don't think it's a mystery at this point that that's probably a vision of Mulder's long-lost sister, Samantha.
1: Was she here?
0: Maybe. Was it a ghost? Maybe. What's going on? Is it a, a coincidence that his sister's name is Samantha,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sam, and the preacher's son is Samuel? Oh,
1: I didn't even Sam? consider that. Probably because it's a
0: coincidence, probably which is why you didn't think about it. But... Is it? Is it? Yes. Oh. But is there anything there? No. So <laughs> So they're like, okay, fine. We'll uh we got to go back to the Tent Revival because we got invited and we still kind of like have to see like feel this out and see if we're like feeling this guy and if he's feeling us. <laughs> so
1: they uh-huh. go to the Tent
0: Revival uh and the Mr. Burning Man himself fans. <laughs> Vance Gilligan. Vance Gilligan, that's it. Uh, kind of like the welcome wagon. He's, you know, letting people in. He's, uh, I think they're, are they handing out, like, little things of wine? Probably. That's so strange. Protestants are so weird. Well,
1: it might just be, like, punch.
0: Maybe. Like,
1: just refreshments. But
0: it looks like a little shot glass. It was so small.
1: It's probably, it can't be wine, though. That's weird. I know. It's not, it can't be wine. I'm sure it's just, like, punch
0: okay uh so vance is like welcoming people in and a young well i wanted to say a young woman in a wheelchair she she looks pretty old (laughs) i don't know i couldn't tell she like looked like a like an actress in her 20s playing an 80 year old woman in like a university production of a play (laughs) okay okay she had like gray hair and stuff yeah
1: i mean she's ailing
0: yes it's true. So, a young woman and her two parents, uh, they kind of, like, wheel her in. She's in a wheelchair. And Vance is, you know, giving her kind of some special attention. He, like, hands her the drink special. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I will make sure that you get into the front row so mm-hmm. that our healer Samuel can minister to your needs and fix you. Mm-hmm. Famous last words. That's not going to go well. But not for
1: him. Nope.
0: Yoink! (laughs) And then backstage, we see a little nervous boy, Mr. Samuel. Again, he's 22. A little nervous little boy. Okay. Uh, And the reverend's like, bro, you gotta go out there. You're kind of like the (laughs) whole thing. (laughs) Like, yeah, we didn't have you a couple nights ago, and it was pretty embarrassing. Mm -hmm. We just had to like have people talk about how great you were, which, I mean, (laughs) you can only do so long before
1: people get bored. We had to sit there and read our brochures word by word. It kind of
0: sucked. It was embarrassing. So you really have to go out there. Um, But I will say at this moment, I feel like this is when I really appreciated that I feel like the preacher really does believe in Samuel's gift. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because I think there was, like, not really ambiguity per se, but it just, like, wasn't clear Yeah, for a while. It's like, what the scam, or if there is a scam, mm-hmm. was, and, like, who was doing whatever dangerous shenanigans that was a real thing and people dying. But at this point, I was like, okay, like, the reverend clearly does believe that yeah. this boy does have the gift of God. I think so. You know he wants him to go out there like genuinely for the good of the people. It seems, to yeah. heal people. So I'll give him that. All right. Uh, and so you know they uh, they the boo crew arrive. Um, they're like passing the plates. You know for like collection, mm-hmm. and I think Scully makes like a a snide comment about how, like oh I guess miracles don't come cheap. I'm like that's kind of rich considering every church ever does that. Well, she hates Protestants, so. but Catholics do too. <laughs> let well, double standards. I mean, like, I get it. It's true. She's right. She should say this. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so they arrive, and, you know, Mulder and Skelly are sitting down, not putting any money into the collection mm. plate, I will point wow. out. And I think this is when the burned man Vance comes out, and he kind of, like, speaks for a moment. He's mm-hmm. like, this boy saved my life. He brought me back from the dead. Mm-hmm. I was burned, and like a phoenix, arose from the ashes with God's grace channeled through this young man. Mm-hmm. Basically.
1: They're, they're all, you know, all three of these guys, they know how to work an audience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, I don't know well, if Samuel does. I don't think Samuel
0: does. Okay, the other guys do. The other two. Um, and then, you know, so, like, whatever. People are talking, things are happening up at the front stage, but mm-hmm. what happens with Mulder again?
1: Mulder, again, gets a little distracted. He looks to the side. He's seeing his sister again. Oh, my God. He goes running. He goes pushing through people. He's trying to find her, but he can't see her anywhere. Samantha. I will say, I do love this. Not particularly this, but this type of thing where there's, like, some shenanigans going on behind the scenes of, like, a happy celebration. Mm. It's like one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Like they're racing against time to stop something. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I like that. Nice. I like the contrast.
0: <gasps> well, there you go. So
1: I kind of like that part, nice. but he can't find Samantha anywhere.
0: She's a wily little girl mm-hmm. and she's slipping out of his fingers. Like an eel. Mm-hmm. We've all said it. Even though she shouldn't be a
1: little girl now, she should be whatever Mulder's age. You know, some of us just look young for our age, okay? <sighs> yeah, you know some of us when we were thirty five years old look like I guess that's just the movie Orphan. I haven't seen it. It's kinda dumb. Or they adopt this little kid and um like creepy murders happen and then you find out that she's actually like forty
0: years Ooh, old. Evil. Yeah. Hasn't that happened in real life where like yeah adult men will pretend to be children and go oh. to like elementary schools? Oh, I didn't know about that. I think oh. the movie
1: is based on a somewhat real case. It's weird. Yeah.
0: Kind of weird. But this is probably just a vision. Uh, No, I think it's, it's probably... I think it's Samantha playing tricks. It's probably just a vision. It's just a little vision. So, you know, as Mulder is kind of wandering around trying to find his sister, Samuel the prophet, mm-hmm. the lord's vessel, comes mm-hmm. out and starts healing people. And he's, you know, touching people in the front row to cure them of whatever ails them. He gets to the young lady in the wheelchair that we saw earlier. He lays hands on her, and his hands, instead of bringing joy and love and health, bring death. And she mm-hmm. dies. Yikes! Not good. Mm-mm. Uh, kind of ruins the mood. Yeah, it kind of kills it. I mean, uh,
1: everybody stops singing. Everyone's just kind of standing around. Kind of sucks. Everyone's like, oh, we
0: did it again. Yeah! <laughs> I don't know why we keep coming. (laughs) Why do we keep coming to the murder revival? I would go to a murder revival. Well, I... Okay, I would too. (laughs) I wouldn't let him touch me. No, no, no. But I would go to it. Um, You know, so yeah, Scully like rushes forward and she's like, get out of the way, I'm a doctor. And she shoves everyone to the side. (laughs) But unfortunately, Lady is already dead. Wah, wah. Yep. And so they go to the hospital with the corpse. And (sighs) Vance is all doing his thing. He's like, outside talking to a group of parishioners. I love those like,
1: five. Yeah, it's,
0: good. it's like, yeah, it's like dark outside the hospital. I feel like it's probably foggy again. Probably. There's a group of the creepy parishioners mm-hmm. again who are like at the grave and Vance is just like, if you desecrate the body, then you slay the soul. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Um. So he's, you know, like trying to get this group together, like as they did at the graveyard, stop the yes. exhuming of the bodies. It's a little suspicious to now me. They want to stop the mm-hmm. autopsy, which is interesting. A little suspicious. Uh, usually it's a bad sign if someone really wants to stop an autopsy. Yeah. So inside the hospital, the Boo Crew is talking to the father of the dead girl, mm-hmm. uh, dead woman. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so the the victim had MS, but she had never had a seizure, which is kind of what happened right before she died. Like she's mm-hmm. sort of seizing in her chair, and then her heart stopped. So that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like not a symptom that she's ever had before. So she just suddenly died when Samuel touched her. Suspicious. All right. Suspicious. So Scully's really trying to like sell the dad on doing an autopsy. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Will you ever be able to sleep at night if you don't know?" What killed
1: your daughter? I mean, Which good is point. Fair. It is fair. <laughs> I mean, I would want to know. But they leave a dear old papa to think it over and they walk off into a corner to canoodle together.
0: Wilder to <laughs> d- and Scully just start making out. They start the making corner. out.
1: And we're like, whoa, this is only episode 18 or whatever. That would be. Slow down.
0: The absolute funniest way to, like, resolve a will-they-won't-they. They? Just out of t- nowhere. Nowhere. Just have them start making it. And then, like, mm-hmm. they act totally normal and <laughs> Just never mention it again. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be very funny. That would be funny. Anyway. Anyway. So, they, yeah, they go into a corner to have a whispered conversation. Mm-hmm. What do they talk about?
1: Uh, well, Scully's like, Mulder, what is wrong with you? You keep running around, and... Uh, I don't know. They just discuss that, and then uh, we get our one small mention of S- Scully's religion. Mm-hmm. You'd think there would be a little more of it, but Irrelevant. again, we'll talk more about this later. Mm-hmm. But we do get a little bit, and uh, Scully says, you know, I was raised a Catholic, and I have a certain familiarity with Scripture, and God never lets the devil steal a show. And Mulder says, well, you must have loved The Exorcist. And she says, it's one of my favorite movies. It was <laughs> kind of cute. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I liked that moment. I just like them together. I thought it was cute. Chatton. I also really like the thought of Scully enjoying The Exorcist. <laughs> I don't know why.
0: Hey, she's referenced it before, hasn't she?
1: No, I think it was Poltergeist.
0: She definitely And referenced- Carrie. Um, you're right.
1: Damn it but she, I guess she loves that's, horror movies that's her type of movie right? yeah. she's
0: out there watching horror movies all lot. I day. love it uh, so and then the conversation turns to Mulder's issues <laughs> and you know why he's being so spacey lately like bro it just doesn't seem like you're engaged you mm-hmm. know you've like hardly finished your paranormal activities <laughs> sure um, so you know, he like admits that he's been seeing his sister, Samantha. Uh that's weird. Mm. Uh, and Scully's like, hey, maybe you're only seeing her because you really want to. And it's the power of suggestion and the power of belief. Mm. She's not really there, bro. Mm. Bro. Bro. Chill out. It's just like a very like they're having a very intense conversation, and like a very intense whisper. Mm. I I didn't notice the whisper. I don't know, it's just like Maybe you just want to see her because you want to see her. <laughs> were they really whispering? Yeah. I did not notice that at all. I did. Okay. I noticed because I couldn't understand a goddamn thing they were saying. <laughs> okay. So. Did not notice that. Well, all right. I guess I'm just deaf. I guess. Um, I mean, it makes sense because they're in a the hospital, so it's really yeah. not that shocking. They're whispering. No. But as they're finishing up their conversation, the dad comes back and he's like, okay, we've re- agreed to do an autopsy. Okay. A win for the good guys. They're yes. gonna figure out what killed this woman. Hell
1: yeah. There's a very abrupt cut to Scully, evil Scully, sharpening her blade of
0: science and truth or something. It's so evil it's like she's about to carve up a turkey. It's so <laughs> strange. Like why is that what they chose to have her doing for the transition? Yeah.
1: It was it was very it was like very abrupt. It was almost like a like
0: a smash jump cut. scare, yeah. Yeah, she just yeah, just her sharpening it like you would a knife. It's really wild. I don't know. Yeah, so she's got yeah, like this giant evil knife, mm-hmm. uh, and she's you know all kitted up in her little mm-hmm. hairnet and face yeah. mask and stuff.
1: I think this is her first autopsy
0: that it, we've seen. Right, she did like an evil one on the little fake alien body thing in that one that episode. Alien body? Uh, I remember they were like digging up bodies and it was a little. alien. Oh, in the pilot, yeah. She she did? Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't think they showed it, but she did. Because okay. she, she was like, this looks like a chimpanzee. Oh.
1: I didn't remember her actually carving it up. Okay. I don't know if we actually see
0: her carving it, but. Okay. Anyway, and I think she, did she do some in ice? Mm, oh, I guess so. Okay. I guess this is not her first autopsy. This ain't her first rodeo. But this okay. is the first time we've seen her in like the full. Garb. Garb. Yeah. And really getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Medical doctor.
1: I also did, like, so she's doing her thing, uh, carving the body up, and we could just kind of the camera moves to Mulder, who's sitting on the corner, and he kind of, like, looks away, and I thought he was just gonna, like, hurl. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair.
0: Seems yeah. gross. I mean, oh, just have I, I'm up a body. I sympathize. That would yeah. be pretty disgusting. Um, and it looks like there was, like, cellular hypoxia was the cause of mm-hmm. death. And Scully's like, well, I need to, you know, run the toxicology report, but I think it might have been cyanide poisoning.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, Samuel wasn't able to cyanide poison oh. someone by touching their forehead. What the heck? So, um, I think we know that someone's innocent. Oh. So Mulder rolls on over to the jail to, uh, tell Samuel the good news. I'm sure he's going to appreciate it. hmm So, you know, Samuel's in his cell and Mulder comes in and he's like, uh... Unless you poisoned her with cyanide, you're innocent, you loser. You didn't even do anything. Uh-huh. You should be embarrassed. Yeah. And Samuel's like, No, I'm bad. I deserve to be punished. This guy should have been Catholic. Yeah. He's missing out. Yeah. Uh, and then well, there just starts getting like kind of weird. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he's like, You could see my pain. What do you see now? What do you see when you look into my eyes, Samuel? Uh, and Samuel's like, I'm blind. <laughs> I can't see anything. God has forsaken me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Mulder's like, I've seen my sister, and I think it's your fault. Is she still alive? What the heck's going on? Mm-hmm. He needs to know. He needs answers. He's got to know. He's seeing his sister. Yes was trauma yes. to him, and it's because of Samuel. Mm-hmm. How is he doing it? I don't know.
1: And then we get, <clears throat> I think one of the best line readings of the episode is, Walter's <laughs> all upset and he's like, "You know, uh, you know, is uh, is everything that you're doing is it just a trick?" Mm-hmm. And then Samuel <laughs> kind of looks away. He's like, "You mean?" Long pause. Long pause. A trick of the devil, like, like that's a thing. What is the trick of the? I think it's just like the way
0: that he said it, like a trick of the devil. He felt like, like it's like a phrase.
1: Yeah, that people say, or like a reference. <laughs> or it's like to it's something. like a real thing.
0: Yeah, like. I don't know. It's very strange. It's just the way that he said it was very funny. I loved it. I mean, he had to, like, uh, you know, go with the vibe that the eight-year-old actor from the cold open mm-hmm. started, which sure. is bad acting Yeah, for for Samuel. Sure. Oh, of well. the devil.
1: Maybe it was. Mm, maybe. Maybe.
0: So Mulder, like, stomps out, and he's like, fine, whatever. And they sees the sheriff as he's leaving, and he's like, I was going to tell you to let Samuel go, but now I'm grumpy, so I don't even care. <sighs> I think he wants to stay in jail anyway, and then Mulder stomps out of the jail. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> Forget about it. He's sick of devil tricks.
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh. Uh... And then we cut, and it's later that night, and we kind of get a cool shot where we're looking at the wall, and we've got, the, like, the shadow of the bars and everything, and then, uh-oh, three shadows of mysterious, uh... Evil-looking men go walking by. Uh oh! What's that all about? Well, that's not good. Uh, some random guard opens the door to the jail cell and lets in two random guys. And Samuel's like, "What's going on?" And I don't remember what he says, but uh, they're here to kill him.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's never a good sign. They just beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. until he dies. Not good. Which is grim. Not cool. Hey, that's scary.
1: It was some very, I noticed, very um, subtle uh, imagery mm-hmm, when they <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when they were punching into death. You kind of yeah. see just like the shadow or whatever, um, and then you know Samuel could be doing anything. You know, you'd mm-hmm. think we, if you're being punched to death, you would be on the ground in the fetal mm-hmm. position, mm-hmm. but of course he's he's standing there against the bars with his mm-hmm. arms outstretched. Uh, it looks a little um, similar mm-hmm. to some other imagery. That we might be conjuring up in this episode, some some religious imagery. Wait, so
0: a man, perhaps kind of like um, experiencing violence, mm-hmm. has his arm stretched out, kind of like in a cross shape. Mm-hmm. What is that? What are you saying? That's a reference. to Um,
1: are you familiar with Jesus Christ
0: Superstar? Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite musical.
1: Well, he probably did that in the <laughs> musical. Don't know, haven't seen it. I assume.
0: Wow. I Gotta watch it. He does. Gotta watch it.
1: I I will eventually. He
0: does. Interestingly, they do not show the resurrection, which is an interesting choice.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they made it, maybe they didn't have time.
0: They make it well more <laughs> intentional of ambiguity, but maybe it was also just next. <laughs> they just forgot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man, the guy who plays Judas in the movie version, amazing. Okay. Carl Anderson, forget about it. Okay, haven't seen it. <sighs> I'll, I'll watch know. it one day um yeah it was not subtle (laughs) anyway so our boy has been killed not unlike jesus but will he rise again unclear happy easter everybody (laughs) so (laughs) it's easter monday today uh so at the sheriff's house who has a very silly little house. It's like, yeah. I totally find the house itself is fine, but in the front yard, there's like a creek running through it with a little bridge over it. Yeah. Like a tiny little bridge. Very strange. Very cute. Uh, so at the sheriff's house, a deputy comes, knocks on the door, and he's like, the The preacher boy is dead. Shockingly. We don't know what happened.
1: <laughs> what could have happened?
0: Judas. Mm-hmm.
1: And then the, the uh, sheriff is like in a very innocent voice what
0: why, what could why have I
1: happened why I, I am shocked
0: he's not he's not he ordered the hit <gasps> what it's fine so outside the jail later that day the boo crew were talking to the sheriff who is kind of giving them the party line of oh yeah he like started a fight with some rowdies and got killed <laughs> Who okay? Who are these guys who are willing to beat someone to death for the sheriff?
1: I assumed they were other deputy or other people from the police department, just in plain clothes. Maybe because they weren't wearing uniforms. But I just assumed that they changed out of the uniforms just for that. Probably. I guess they could just be some random guys.
0: It just feels like it would be difficult to get away with that, because like. I mean, wouldn't someone have to go to jail for doing that, for beating a man to death?
1: Okay, well, maybe they were just rowdies. Well, it just seems- Maybe they just, like, walked down to the, the local
0: watering hole and they're like, hey, you want to kill somebody? <laughs> Hell yeah! Maybe. It just seems weird. It seems like a really big ask on the sheriff's behalf to be like, mm-hmm. I would like to ask you to risk going to jail forever for murder <laughs> just to get rid of this guy for me. Yeah. I just, who would agree to that? Those two guys. Those rowdies deserve better. Although I guess they don't. They did punch a man to death. They did punch a man to death. <laughs> so maybe they don't deserve better. I mean, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. The sheriff is. He has
1: something to answer for.
0: That's a man with sins in his past
1: mm-hmm. and present,
0: and future, probably, probably. So you know he's trying to like argue that the the boy asked for it and it was his fault. Uh, and so the the preacher rolls up and you know is upset that his son was punched to death mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, and he's just like the the boy the boy's blood is spilled because of you sheriff, mm-hmm. which is true. It's true. He's right. Uh, but you know Vance, Mister Burned Man himself comes and he like stops the reverend from actually like physically fighting the sheriff mm-hmm. and he's like we gotta deal we gotta deal with this in our own way i don't remember what he says I don't know. <laughs> whatever they he, leave. Like, <laughs> he gets the reverend out of there uh i was curious so so this ministry mm-hmm. is like kind of like very big in the town yeah it's sort of what's the word like uh, that inundated but, like, wormed its way into, like, even different institutions. Like, the county coroner is part of the ministry, things like that. Like, people in local government. Being a sheriff is an elected position. How is he still the sheriff? I was just like, wouldn't they have voted him out by now?
1: That's a good point.
0: If they're all, like, part of this ministry and he, like, actively, openly is hostile to them.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: It seems strange to me. Good point. Um, so, you know, Scully talks to the Reverend and she kind of like gives her heartfelt condolences for the fact mm-hmm. that his adopted son was just like brutally murdered in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the Reverend and fans leave and Scully tells Mulder that he's, uh, he's got that look in his eyes. Mulder does, you know, that yeah. look, uh-huh. that look when, uh, he's forgotten his keys and he's trying to figure out how to get back into the house. It's a weird line yeah <laughs> didn't really understand that line <laughs> didn't either but whatever whatever i guess he's got a mystery he needs to solve or the thing he's gonna figure out? he's distracted by his sister
1: whatever i, I guess. guess but anyway they go back to the courthouse they're looking for clues they're picking up gross little locust bodies it's disgusting
0: why are there locusts still
1: in the courtroom because they haven't cleaned it up i assume gross Disgusting. But they follow the little trail of locust bodies and then they look up and there's a bunch of locusts in the vent. Hmm. Wait a minute. Where could they have come from? Let's check it out. Let's go to the roof. They go to the roof. They're looking around. More locust bodies. But there's a trail of potatoes,
0: which everyone knows locusts love. It just seems weird. Who knows that? Who would be like, I'll leave a trail of potatoes for my locusts? I don't know. Well, I mean... I mean, it makes sense. uh, You can figure it out. Yeah. Okay. So someone... It looks like someone set up this little uh, biblical plague Mm. by just buying a bunch of locusts on the internet and putting a bunch Mm. of potatoes in the fence.
1: Not unlike season one of Fargo.
0: I remember it well. (laughs) I would be so mad if someone put potatoes in my vents. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine what that courtroom smells like in a hot Tennessee summer with potatoes in the vents? I mean, do potatoes really smell that bad? When they go bad.
1: Okay. A rotting potato is one of the worst smells I've ever Okay, smelled. okay. I don't know that I've... I mean, I'm sure I have. I just can't recall.
0: Yeah. Like All when right. they start oozing black goo. Oh. They smell really bad. Okay. I feel like I've never consciously noticed, but Okay. It just doesn't seem like Hamish Purdy would put up with this.
1: No, not Judge Hamish Purdy. It was Purdy.
0: (gasps) What did I say? Purdue. Oh, sorry. Judge Hamish Purdy. Thank you. Mm. How could you forget? I think I tried to say Purdy, and then I probably just said Purdue. Fair enough. (laughs) You know how it is. So, it's kind of looking like someone... Is a murderer. Mm -hmm, I guess mm -hmm. we already knew that because of the cyanide. But now we have (laughs) a way to trace it because we can be like, who put in an order for a bunch of locusts recently? (laughs) (laughs) Easy. Uh, So the boot crew is on the hunt and Mm -hmm. they've caught the scent. But in the meantime, it's night. There's a thunderstorm. Dark and stormy night. Dark and stormy night. It's spooky. Just like now. Just like where we're at right now on Mm -hmm. Easter Monday. Good Lord, we're at the Reference house Mm -hmm. where I guess the burned man lives too. Yep. I just keep calling him though. That's probably his rude. name is
1: Vance. I'm sorry, Vance. Please, oh, I'm sorry,
0: Vance. Please. Vance is sleeping. Uh, I like he. He's wearing like a little wig. Oh, was he? I think so. Okay. Um, oh, he was. He had hair. Yeah. Oh, I just. Oh, I don't think about that. It's just funny that he's wearing a wig. I guess to bed. it must have been. <laughs> well, because it comes off later. He's oh, he's like it does. wearing it and then, like, oh, you're right. <laughs> just like, Wait, what's why happening? is he wearing a
1: wig in bed? I don't
0: know. I don't don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's very strange.
1: Okay.
0: Anyway, he's wearing a like a like very dark short haired wig. Um, gives him a a ghoulish. Does he have a wig? (laughs) All right, whatever. Uh, and uh oh, what the heck? Samuel's there. He's dead though. What the heck? And he's got an evil little digital outline glowing around him. Very subtle halo. He's Jesus. Gotta love it. Jesus. Got to love it. And Samuel confronts Vance and he says, Hey, you killed all these people. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> hey, man. Because now that Samuel's dead, he has knowledge of the truth, which is that Vance did some murdering. Just kind of messed up.
1: That's not
0: cool. And Samuel's like, I gave you life and you did this to me. To and then me? Vance explodes in anger at his god, and he looks him in the eye and he says, you call this life? Because he is quite burned. Fair enough. He's probably in a lot of pain all the time. Well. Or maybe his nerve endings burned off.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe Samuel's healing healed that. Oh, I, I hope guess. so. I hope so, for Vance's well, I sake. don't know. I will say, I have some beef mm. with Samuel's ghost, He's just, he's not spooky at all. He he's should, benevolent. He's well, Jesus. He should be a little spooky. Or a little, he doesn't have to be, maybe spooky isn't the right word. He should be. Awesome. Awesome, yeah, but that's not the right word. He should be. I guess awesome.
0: Foreboding.
1: Foreboding, yeah, something. He's just—he's just like a little dude.
0: Yeah, you know? he doesn't have a very godly feel. <laughs> he does.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have. I feel like he was more—he was more interesting when he was alive <laughs> than when he's dead.
0: Yeah, he's kind of boring. Yeah, but he's kind of boring when he was alive too. i, I kind of liked him. I mean, he's fine. I kind of liked him. He's doing his thing. Yeah, that's fine. He's not spooky though. No. He feels he like He talks he's, too much. He talks a lot. When he...
1: ghosts talk too much stop it stop it it's not scary it just
0: feels like he's himself yeah but now he's glowing mm-hmm. he had to glow up <laughs> 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 the book
1: <who> arrives <gasps> at <gasps> the knock, door knock knock, knock 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 what in tarnation do you
0: want <sighs> that is a literal <laughs> quote <laughs> that is a literal quote he does say that out loud Mm-hmm. uh they want to arrest Vance uh-huh. for doing crimes and sure criminal did. activities because he ordered locusts and cyanide. Which, you know. <laughs> Suspicious. Don't look at my Amazon lists <laughs> orders. <laughs> you know, your list orders. Don't look at my Amazon orders. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, it's full of locusts and cyanide. Well, so
1: sometimes you like to have fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a good time.
0: What if I just bought a bunch of locusts and released them in our house? Would he be mad? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Uh, So they go up to Vance's room to arrest him, but unfortunately, he's already in the process of dying.
1: He is not
0: looking too hot. He never was, to be fair. No, even less. That's true. He seems to be kind of like seizing up, kind of like the woman in the wheelchair did. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like he has drunk some cyanide, <sighs> and it's kind of funny because, you know, Mulder's like, "Oh, we should call nine one one," and then Scully's like, "There's no time for that. We just have to get him to the hospital," and then <laughs> makes absolutely no effort to get him to the and hospital. They just stand around. They just like stand around and watch him die?
1: <laughs> In their defense, he does die like ten seconds later. So, do. but yeah, I no mean, I get
0: <laughs> it's like for TV, so of course it makes sense. I have a willing suspension of disbelief. I'm no yeah i no movie-sins. Cinema-sins Cinema person. yeah. But it is kind of funny how, like, in shows, they often just give up. Like, someone <laughs> goes into cardiac arrest, and they're mm-hmm. like, I've never heard of C- CPR. I don't know her. Yeah. Just well, let you die.
1: they've read the script, and they know whether, if they're gonna live, then, yeah, they should do CPR. But yeah. they know that they're gonna die, so they're like, all right, yeah.
0: just, just we like shouldn't her. bother. That's legit. Yeah. So, he does die in front of them.
1: <laughs>
0: but before that... He says that he saw Samuel, <sighs> and that Samuel forgave him for his sins.
1: But he really didn't.
0: Well, maybe there's more conversation that we didn't see. I guess. It seems like an important thing to You'd mention. You'd think they whatever. would have kept that, but whatever. Whatever he does. The end. <laughs> okay, Uh, so they go back to the motel, because it's like, well, I guess our murderer is the murderee now, I so guess. there's nothing else for us to do. Well, let's pack up go let's back go- to D.C. Go back home. So Scully's writing up her little report about what happened. Uh, and about how, you know, fans wanted to kill the ministry's faith in Samuel. Mm-hmm. He couldn't kill Samuel. I don't know. It didn't really make a lot of sense Something. to me. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, and, you know, while her voiceover of the report continues, we see Mulder kind of packing up his own room, including a picture of Samantha. Okay. Yeah, I
1: had a question. So that was supposed to be Samantha. So he just carries yeah. this. Because at first, when we watched it the first time, I thought they were already back in D.C. Yeah. So I was like, okay, sure, it makes sense that he would have this in his bedroom. But this is his motel room, so he just carries that around with him.
0: This is the saddest thing I've ever heard. It's awesome. <laughs> really, He's not over this trauma. No. He just carries, like, a framed portrait of his sister with him and Aww. puts her up in every motel room he goes to. That's sad. That is sad. Aww. This He's a broken man. Anyway, it's <laughs> fine. Um... <laughs> So Mulder's phone rings and then you know like oh, there's some something going on because he goes and gets Scully and knocks <laughs> on her door. Uh, it sounds like Samuel's body is no longer in the morgue. Uh-oh, excuse me, huh? Easter much. What? So they go to the morgue uh, and there's one witness, the night nurse. Or should I say Mary?
1: <clears throat>
0: who witnessed Jesus rise? Don't remember which Mary. One of them, I think it was the third one, not Magdalene and not Mother. Sure. Anyway, (laughs) so she witnessed it, and she's like, "The Lord is good, and Samuel has arisen from the dead, and he walked out." She did not say, (laughs) "On his own accord, praise Jesus." Don't think she was even religious. Praise Jesus. Okay. Like Jesus before him, Mm he has risen again. Don't think she (laughs) said. Praise the Lord, and then she did the sign of the cross. She did not. Fifty times. But she did see
1: Samuel walking out. Uh oh, but he's dead. Huh? huh. That doesn't make any
0: goddamn huh? sense. But he's dead. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff's just like, You are insane and I hate you <laughs> <laughs> and you're lying to us. And that can't happen, and how dare you. I hate Samuel. <laughs> I hate him so dang much. Do you think do you think the sheriff hated him this much when he was like ten years old still? Cause that would be a very funny vibe, just like this old man <laughs> sheriff, just like having beef with an eight year old boy. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I, and he did. I would like to see that episode. <laughs> it's, a very it's a different vibe. Yeah, a sadder vibe. Mm-hmm. But uh, other people saw it too. Samuel rose and he walked away. Mm-hmm. Sounds a little
1: familiar. Like what? Again, have you heard of Jesus Christ
0: Superstar? Are you trying to convert me right now? Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So we go back to the sheriff's house, uh, and he's like, oh boy, oh boy, (laughs) oh oh boy, oh boy, boy. (sighs) the person that I murdered is now apparently still alive, Uh, and he's probably going to mention it to someone that I murdered him. (sighs) Uh, So we get like a little knock, knock, knock right on his door. It's his deputy. Thanks for the fully work. And the deputy is like, "Uh, we're arresting you for murder, because you did murder this boy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, He told us. It's pretty bad. He's kind of a snitch, if you think about it. Uh, so, yeah. it's kind of messed up. Wow. But, whatever, well, that's fine. So, yeah, Sheriff gets his comeuppance for his little crimes. Um, and then I believe... we Like, the boot crew is... Where are they? They're just back at the the ministry.
1: Okay. Because they're packing up the tent and everything.
0: So. Oh yeah, they're like throwing out pictures of Samuel's face and stuff, which yeah. seems weird because like. Wouldn't they? He just like came back from the dead. Yeah,
1: you'd think that everyone would be there, yeah. and like this would grow their
0: ranks. I mean, isn't that like the three second times over. coming of Christ? You think? Whatever. They're over it. They're throwing out his... They're like, uh, rose from the dead. Been there and done that. We're not impressed. Like, try to do something new. Who cares? Like, throw his posters in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they don't know. I don't know. There's no way they wouldn't know, though. No,
1: but it's in the paper.
0: Yeah, everybody So everyone knows. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, Mulder kind of sees a reflection of his sister, Samantha, once again. And, you know, looks like furtively around, but then kind of thinks, you know, says out loud, I guess people can invent miracles if they really want them, you know? Mm. He's like, I'm acknowledging that she's probably not here, and I'm just seeing her, because I want to see her so badly. I want to believe. (sighs) And then they drive off. Sad. Well, that's it.
1: That's the episode. Another episode in the bag. Done. Beautiful. It was okay. All right. (laughs) So. Let's move on to who the crew? Who? How the crew? I don't know who that is. Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Thank you. So this episode, uh, it was filmed in our old friend, Steveston. Steveston. Steveston.
0: Steveston? Mm-hmm.
1: Same episode they filmed the gender bender in. So, just I just really wanted to say Steve is I know. I hate it. <laughs> um, so, about the writing of the episode. So, this episode is written by uh, Chris Carter and Howard Gordon, which is a little weird, because before this, it's all been about Howard Gordon and Alex Ganza. Um, but, so this is the first episode that uh, Mr. Gordon is writing without his best friend, Alex Ganza. What happened? So, apparently, they... Like, they had been longtime writing partners and had done a lot of shows even before the X-Files. But then um, Ganza just left the series to spend more time with his family. Likely story. Whatever. That's what politicians say when they have scandals. Yeah, I know. What? I
0: know, right? Ganza? What did he do?
1: I don't know. So, yeah, and I... I, I was kind of surprised about this, so I checked, and yeah, he only he's credited on only two episodes after this. Oh my god. So one more episode this season, and then he's credited as writing the teleplay in some episode in season two. Dang. But yeah, he's like... Quit. Yeah. Howard Gordon days. stays on, but... Okay. But he misses, he he doesn't have his best friend anymore. word. I know. I know, mean, I'm sad. I know, it's so sad. Dang. Well. So, apparently, uh, he uh, Gordon showed up at Chris Carter's house and he's like, help me out. Aww. So, they put up a little bulletin board and, you know, figured out the episode together.
0: You know, it's so rough when you writing partner that you make amazing work with quits to go spend time with his family and then you have to go knock on Chris <laughs> Carter's door. You hate to see it. The greatest tragedy um, I've ever heard. Sure. Oof. Oof. Oh boy.
1: Chris Carter's fine. Sorry. <laughs> sure. So drama behind the scenes, I guess.
0: I guess. Mm-hmm. Goodness.
1: Um so again, uh well, we already talked about that a little bit. They did hire a dialect coach in this episode to make sure that uh people sounded like they were from Tennessee. I don't know Southern accents well enough to know if they were successful, but they made an effort. So
0: Well, I'm proud of them. I also did not notice. Yeah, so, I don't know.
1: No idea. Right in if it was, uh, believably, from Tennessee. Yes. Um, They also used real crickets and locusts for that current scene. Gross. It was so disgusting.
0: They would have to pay me a lot of money to be in that scene.
1: Apparently they did because... I didn't know this, but, like, locusts, when they land on you, they leave, like, a brown residue. Ew! Yeah, so, like, everybody, like, all the extras' clothes were ruined, so they had to, like, pay for everybody's clothes and stuff. It's just, like, ew. Oh,
0: no, really gross. Ugh. I would have called in sick. Yeah. Sick of this bullshit.
1: Yeah. And then, kind of, the last thing it's, this is a very funny thing. So, so when they shot the exterior shot of the Reverend's very ugly house, um, they showed up and there was snow everywhere and there's not supposed to be snow in the episodes. They had to get rid of it. So apparently they steamed the yard and raked the snow away, which is just a very funny concept. <laughs> like a mansion. Like what? Huh. Steamed very funny. it. What they say? steamed the snow away <laughs> and
0: raked it. It's very funny. Listen, we've all had to do it up in these northern climes. Mm-hmm. I'm always going out and, you know, I'm like, oh, my, my steamer broke. I have to sure. borrow the neighbor's steamer to steam my lawn. Ugh, I hate when that happens.
1: That's very silly. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Man. So, the the, the fun of
0: m- movie business. I guess. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Oh. I'd like to steam some snow. I know. See. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's who the crew. I feel like I've gained a deeper insight. I've <laughs> felt emotional about poor Howard and uh, Shady Ganza, as I call him. Shady Ganza? What is he doing? <laughs> Visiting his family. I don't think so. Nobody visits their family. No, nobody. I've never done it. <laughs> Not for months.
1: Not for months. Not for all, um, over a year. Oof. Oof. Oof.
0: Well, should we uh, get into our next segment, which is called Blazer Watch, where we talk about the fashion, the threads, the clothing, yes, the vibes. Yes. Let's do it.
1: I actually thought there was quite a lot of content.
0: Oh my goodness. I have a lot written down. Let's do this. I also do. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll
1: start. Okay. Uh, So I thought uh, Reverend, what the hell is his name?
0: Calvin. 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 Because he's into Calvinism.
1: That probably makes sense. Uh Yeah, so Reverend Calvin, uh, he had some vibes. I liked kind of his outfit at the beginning. He had like a white shirt on, a pink tie. He had a lot of gold rings on. He had like a handkerchief that he didn't need.
0: It was a look. Yeah, it seemed to be like his preacher look because he wore mm-hmm. that whenever he was in front of people. Yeah. Like the same tie and everything. So. I was
1: kind of into it. Yeah, I, I like the vibe of a revival, uh, a tent revival. Yeah. So, go for it. it.
0: Uh, shall we talk about Vance, the burned man? Let's do it. All right. He's got, I mean, he's wearing all black. We talked about it briefly. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, a black suit with kind of a long black coat over it. Mm-hmm. He has a black, like, I don't know if it's technically a fedora or it's some sort of brimmed Isn't hat. Is it called a flat cap?
1: Should no. Should I make that up? Okay.
0: Those are, like, the ones that, like, working class British people wear.
1: Oh. Okay. I think, right? Wide brimmed? Yeah. Ben? It's very... Big.
0: It's very, uh, yeah, wide around. Yeah. Because, you know, to keep the the sun off of him.
1: The elements.
0: The elements. His delicate skin. And he wears
1: sunglasses everywhere, even at Constantly. night.
0: Constantly. All the time. Love and it. shiny leather black gloves. Mm-hmm. A very good Stylish. look. Stylish. He looks, you know, like an evil little vampire. And I love and support him. Yeah. That. It's a good look. Yeah. It... You know, it adds a certain je ne sais quoi to everything he mm-hmm. says.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh
0: there's also
1: a lot of great just outfits just in the crowd at oh, the yeah. revival. I don't know. There's lots of lots of church hats, lots of cowboy hats. Um there's some trucker hats that just said it's a miracle. Oh, those were very good. I would wear. Absolutely. I would wear that. Yeah. Um I I mentioned the the chur- or the church lady hats. So mm. Lots of good stuff.
0: In the courtroom, we have Samuel's attorney, who's, you know, trying to argue against her client going to jail, even though he really wants to go to jail. (laughs) She... This is... Yeah, this is tough to talk about. She has (laughs) what might be the least flattering haircut I've ever seen on a human person. (laughs) It's, like, very short blonde, like, curled towards her face Mm -hmm. with, like, short bangs. It is not working for her. It's grim. <laughs> yeah. It's grim, guys. It, we can only hope that the locust ate it off of her face. <laughs> and she gets to start over. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Uh, so that was rough. Uh, let's see.
1: Well, then we talk about Scully's insane suit. That actually wasn't, but it looked like... She was wearing like a like a cream undershirt under her suit, but the way the lighting was, it just looked like she had no shirt on and just like her suit jacket was like a a V down to her belly
0: button. The deepest V, just like pretty wild. Titties out. At a work meeting. I was kind of I was intrigued. I was like, this is a hot look for a tent revival and then I realized (laughs) that it was just a shirt. Yeah disappointingly.
1: It was, I was shocking. I I Racely. was genuine.
0: I did a double take. I was like, I know she's not wearing the deepest V, mm-hmm. but it looks like it. Yeah. It looks like it. Uh, Samantha was a fashionable little lady. Okay. She's got like a crushed velvet red dress. She's yeah. got like this long brown hair with bangs that's more flattering than the attorneys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, just like your classic little girl, like white tights, I think. Sure. Like, little shoes. You're a
1: classic little evil ghost girl. Yeah, she
0: looks like an evil little ghost girl. Yeah. It's cute. Love it. It's a good look. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Oh, just I like the jewelry that the preacher and the kid are wearing Mm -hmm. in general, so that, like, throughout of it, you know, as you mentioned, they have, like, rings and stuff, but at one point during one of the revivals, the boy, Samuel, is just, like, wearing a normal outfit, but just, like, this gold chain. Just I'm into it. it's like such a pervert, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure,
1: love it. I'll say, so my favorite um is just specific it's it's not quite the outfit, it's like half the outfit and half the vibe. I really liked when they go to visit Samuel in the bar, and he's just like beat to hell, he's got bruises all over his face, he's got blood all over his hand, he's got like a big pinky ring, and he's like smoking and, like, examining his cigarette. And I don't know. I was into the vibe.
0: That's just who you want to be. Yeah, I was like, yes. You gotta get into yes, more bar fights.
1: Please. Ugh, I wish. I gotta get tough. Yeah, I gotta good. get tough first. I gotta do a training montage before I can get into a bar fight.
0: Yeah, I'm training to fight people mm-hmm. at a bar. Don't worry about it. <laughs> sure, it's fine. Uh, I thought that... Uh, just like the Reverend's non-preaching outfits were also pretty funny because they were just like the douchiest outfits. <laughs> like at one point, he's wearing a double-breasted, very fancy-looking suit mm-hmm. that just looks like someone who would fire your dad <laughs> would wear. Oh, yeah, it. for sure. Uh, and then when he's awoken suddenly in the middle of the night, when the Boo Crew comes to arrest Vance, he's wearing like just like a smoking jacket. <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah. it's very funny you know he just like looks like a rich he's just like a dude you know it's just like a rich dude you know that's fine <laughs> uh at one point skelly is wearing like what i actually thought was a cute outfit uh it's i think it's when she's writing her reports in the hotel so i think she's like probably taken off her blazer or something and underneath that she's wearing a shirt with poofy sleeves and a vest i was like nice okay love okay. a good vest love a good vest can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, but that, I think that's it. But that, you know, there's that was, a lot that happening. Was a lot. There's a lot happening this episode. Oh, like six pages of Blazer Watch notes. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. All right. But I think that's, I think I've touched on all of the Blazers that I okay. wanted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Yes. All right. So now we turn our eyes away from mm-hmm. the outside, the physical, mm-hmm. the shallow. The shallow. Um, The worldly. The quotidian. Yes. And instead, we turn to FBI Do. (gasps) The segment where we explore how the will-they-won't-they is progressing between Mm -hmm. Mulder and Scully. We look at their hearts, not just their vests.
1: Mm -hmm. Hopefully we go from
0: the won't-they to the will-they. That's the goal. But I bet we'll go from the won't-they to the will-they to the won't-they to the will-they to the (laughs) the won't-they. Mm-hmm. And then probably settle in an unsatisfying maybe they. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, So we rate this segment on kind of a doomsday clock uh, continuum mm-hmm. where midnight or zero minutes to midnight is they did. They, they, they did. did. <laughs> and ten minutes to midnight is they won't. They did not. And they will not uh so who would you say is 10 minutes to midnight in this episode
1: so i actually thought about it this okay time. nice so I, I didn't have i'm glad <laughs> i was like the last couple times we did not plan i thought about it okay so i would say in this episode a 10 minutes to midnight would be samuel and god okay they're not doing too hot they've yeah. broken up it's it's, it's rough. rough yeah yeah um zero minutes to midnight i would say i just have in my notes uh and this is, this is a thinker. Mm-hmm, so I'd like mm-hmm. to gather your thoughts about this. Okay. Um, So Reverend, the Reverend and Vance, gay dads?
0: Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> they Ooh. live in the same house. They do live in the same house.
1: They're like a little family.
0: Ooh. I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe? I could see that. They're, maybe? like, always together. Yeah. You know, it's like... They're,
1: like... I don't the know. The Reverend
0: is kind of, you know... He's getting hot. He's trying to fight the sheriff and vance is just like calm down babe it's gonna be okay
1: yeah they like support each other there they both want samuel to succeed well well vance doesn't
0: want him to succeed so much
1: you know, we're gonna forget about the murder <laughs> we're just gonna focus on the wholesome aspect
0: i mean he did try to like frame him for murder. no don't worry about
1: that don't worry about that
0: someone's no. gonna have daddy issues
1: yeah Look, every every everyone has to on TV. Yeah,
0: it's important. That's beautiful. So okay, I can see that. Dabs. And I like it. And I support it. Okay. So where does uh, where does the Boo crew, Mulder and Scully themselves, fall on this continuum this time? I was gonna say like a nine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> eight or nine. Not nine. much going on. Yeah, yeah. They're doing their thing.
0: They're as much as we uh, joked about them making out in the hospital they didn't actually do that <laughs> that was a big joke that was a little funny joke that we told uh they didn't get anywhere near that no they were just fiving just living i did think for a moment that they were sleeping in the same hotel room for mm-hmm. a little bit but then they weren't they're just hanging out they're just hanging out in the, the same yeah which room do you think they hang out in usually molders or Scully's? hmm i was gonna say molders yeah I was gonna say Mulder's but I don't know why. I don't know either. I feel like Scully can then leave.
1: Oh that that checks out.
0: But it's harder to kick Mulder out.
1: But wouldn't it be the other way around then? Like Mulder would just show up at Scully's room all the time.
0: That's <sighs> true. Maybe she goes to his room intentionally to like <laughs> okay. prevent that. Okay, maybe. She's like, I know he's gonna wanna talk, so I'm just gonna go to his room and then I can leave when I want to.
1: Okay. That checks out.
0: I don't know. Yeah. My gut was Mulder's room, and I, I also don't really know why, though. We should mm. explore that in subsequent episodes. I think you're
1: right. That feels right. Okay.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So, we're we're still in season one. <laughs> They're not smooching yet, you no. know? There's plausible deniability that this is even a will-they-won't-they they at this yeah. point. Whatever. Who knows? It's we'll fine. There. They're building a friendship, and <laughs> that's important, too. Uh Yeah, so I guess we can move on to our favorite moments from the episode. Did you uh, have one picked out? Do you have a favorite uh, vibe? I just realized I forgot to think
1: about this. Um, I would say, yeah, I guess like I said before, I like a good tent revival. So I guess just any of the scenes in the revival. There's a lot of energy, gospel singing, murder.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it. That's Can't right. get enough of it. Uh, I I do also like tent revival. Generally speaking, I. Particularly liked the graveyard scene when they okay. were examining the body because it's just like so weirdly creepy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so that was the scene where kind of the ministry. You know, what's the opposite of dissolving? They mm-hmm. undissolve from the oh, shadows.
1: They appear. That's not right. They
0: they appear out of the fog surrounding Mulder and Scully and word. use Whatever. their combined power to prevent the exhumation Mm -hmm. of the body. That's pretty spooky. Yeah. So, I liked that. All right. um, So, we promised that we were going to talk about the religion thing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Is now the time to do it?
1: Let's talk about the upset as a whole.
0: All right. So... It was fine. It was fine. (laughs) Yeah, do we want to rate it first, or do we want to rate it at the end? I guess rate it at the end after we talk about it. So... (laughs) They, I mean, they really haven't explored it much at all in the show anyway, so maybe they hadn't really settled on it yet, but my impression, based on the fact that she's like wearing a cross a lot, mm-hmm. is that Scully is religious
1: mm-hmm.
0: still. Like, she wasn't just raised Catholic, it seems like she's yes. still a practicing Catholic. Um, and it really seems like they could have done something <laughs> with that in this episode. Yes. In a way that would have explored, like, faith. Like, they chose to go with, like, Mulder being... The main character, Mm -hmm. in a way that I feel like didn't serve the story
1: in an interesting way. It's like this should have been a Scully episode. Yeah. Although I was thinking that, but then to be fair, Beyond the Sea was like a couple episodes ago and that hit a lot of the same notes. That's true. So I guess if they did it so soon, it would be maybe too similar to Beyond the Sea. That's fair. But. Also, yes.
0: It suffered it just, for it though.
1: Yeah. It just felt a little odd yeah. to have Mulder have
0: the issues this time. Yeah. But whatever. Whatever. I mean I guess I don't I don't know. I don't associate like uh laying hands and faith healing and tent revivals and stuff. So- That's not really a Catholic vibe. Mm-mm. I feel like they could have explored that too. Yeah. But whatever,
1: that's fine. I think you're probably right that they did not really think about Scully's religion
0: yet. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it hasn't really come up yet. An intentional point yet? Like, was her cross necklace? Is that like was that a choice by Chris Carter or whoever, or was that just like Jillian Anderson owned that and was I wearing it? I don't know because they haven't. A- talked about it
1: maybe we'll find out on the special features disc of season one maybe yeah i do not know the answer
0: okay it just even the way that she said i was raised catholic like that's how i say it you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like that's not normally how practicing catholics say it yeah interesting i feel like i went in with high hopes because i was like oh this is yeah. cool they're gonna like explore you know it's a faith healer it's like is there proof does there need to be proof is scully gonna be into it? Are we going to talk mm-hmm. about her faith? But, no. like you say, Beyond the Sea was very recent, and yeah, that was the same thing, so I could see why they wouldn't want to do it, and also even if they had explored it, it still would have paled in comparison to Beyond the Sea, so... Because everyone, everything does. I look at the sun, and I say, this is pointless now <laughs> that I've seen Beyond the Sea. Mm-hmm. This, The brilliance has faded for sure. me. Of course. No point. Eventually we'll get, you know
1: substantial story elements about it. But. Okay.
0: I need it. It'll be coming. I need it. It'll happen. I need loss of faith. I need grappling with faith. Well, I need, you know, we'll get there. Reassertion of faith. I need it. Awesome. We've got like nine seasons left. It's not enough time to explore this. <laughs>
1: Okay, with twenty-four episodes a season. Oh my gosh! When are we gonna have the time? They're not gonna be able to get to it. They're gonna be too busy, you know, with werewolves. There is no time for, like, fat on this show. No, there is no time for for side stories or like anything filler, s- filler, anything silly. No, nothing but just the straight and narrow. We're gonna tell one story, and that's it. Just, it's just like Hemingway, you know,
0: if you think about it. I often compare the writing style mm-hmm. and kind of overall plot mm-hmm. of The X-Files to Hemingway. Yeah. I think that's so profound I don't know why I would say that. I just say it, and then people <laughs> tell me to stop talking, and then I don't. That's yeah. it's fine. Yeah. So. Well, I think we've kind of, you know, spoiled what we're going to rate it, essentially. But, you know, out of our standard rating of five little alien emojis... How much would you give this episode? It was fine. I don't know. Like, two and a half? Yeah. It was okay. I think that's solid. Middle of the road episode. It was an episode. Yeah. If I was homesick and it was on the TV, I would watch it. (laughs) Yeah. But I probably wouldn't intentionally go back and watch it. Yeah. So. It's fine. Two and a half. Beautiful. All right. All right, all right, all right. So,
1: next week... We'll be talking about Season 1, Episode 19, Shapes. It's another Monster of the Week. Literal Monster of the Week. Ooh. So we
0: got some werewolves afoot. Oh, I'm ready for some monsters. I feel like it's been a while since we've had a real snarling little monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm ready. Werewolves. Roof roof. I love a werewolf. Uh, You know, if you want to send us kind of your Season 1 thoughts, feel free to do that before May 23rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, You can reach us at scullynationpod at gmail.com You can also obviously send us whatever you've got going on not whatever you've got going on anything <laughs> yeah, you've got going just on. literally anything you can think of just send it to us tell it us doesn't... what
1: day you do your laundry on you know whatever whatever's going on in your life
0: so yeah just any anything you got going on you can send us an email skelly pod at gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter and instagram that's both of those at skelly nation pod as well and our intro and outro music was by Groovemaster Putz. That's G-R-O-O-V-E-M-A-S-T-A-P-U-T-Z. And you can get their music on Bandcamp.
1: If you would be so kind, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes or... Apple Podcast? Apple... Yeah, whatever... Does iTunes exist anymore? Whatever it's called these days. I don't know. I don't
0: have an iPhone. Just, like, get a stone tablet <laughs> and chisel out a review. Mm-hmm. Put it out there for us. Yeah. What's just post now? it in the marketplace. Yeah. Just go, yeah, go to this this village square mm-hmm. on market day and just tell Zachariah mm-hmm. what you think of our podcast. Hammer it to
1: the church door, mm. or, or nail it to the church door, I mean. 95 reviews. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, that's about it. I've been your host, Amanda. And I've been Ella. And remember, trust no one except for us.